ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the sidelines. Another episode of Sideline Talk. It's your boy Alan C. What it is, your boy Ryan Wade. What's going on, Al? How you doing today? You know, we had a good bye week. Going in to see the Patriots Ravens week. Everything's lovely. Everything's lovely. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. We're getting healthy. Um, looking forward to seeing Boston in, in the house. Okay, that's a Sunday night football game, but. First, let's go get with the countdown of last uh, Sunday's night game. We got the Vikings and the Redskins. That was a Thursday night game. That was 19-9. Vikings, uh, Chargers squeaked out a win 17-16 on a missed field goal from the Bears yet again. The Saints had a nice welcoming back to the Drew Brees for a 31-9 win. Uh, Let me stop you with those three teams real real quick. Real quick, okay. First, the Vikings. I think we had a question last week um, about trusting uh, um, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, did he turn the corner? Nope. Kirk Cousins is only dangerous at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock? He's only dangerous at 1 o'clock. So you're saying if he had like a playoff night game. It better be 1 o'clock. <laughs> it better be at 1 o'clock Saturday or that 1 o'clock Sunday. Because if it's 4 Saturday or 8 o'clock Saturday, they ain't going to do it. I think even though it was 19, uh, um, nah, I think that's the best formula for Kirk Cousins, truthfully. I mean, especially when you get feeling back, I think that play action plays with Dalvin Cook is running as hard as he can right now. I think that's the best. If you try to make him a gunslinger, then that's when the problems start to happen and shit like that. I, I just think personally, like, Right now, Dalvin Cook need to be the foundation, just like if you go back to the Browns. Chubb, even though he fumbled twice, needs to be the foundation, not not um, Baker Mayfield and OBJ and Landry and the rest. It should be, especially with that line. You need to give that line some type of confidence to run the rock and then have it go off the play extra pass. I agree. I'm, I'll, I'll stop me when we get there, too. What was the next game after the? The next game was, uh, it was a nice little back-and-forth game for a minute, even though uh, Matthew Stafford was going off. The Lions beat the Giants 31-26. to The Eagles going to Buffalo and upset in some type of case for the media eyes. The Buffalo Bills 31-13. That one was huge. That was a huge. Not saying it was a huge upset. But it was a must win for the Eagles to stay in the contention of the Cowboys. It was a must win. That locker room was highly flammable mm-hmm. and combustible. Um, you got rid of Orlando Scandrick, and Orlando Scandrick and Malcolm Jenkins had a little beef, yeah. and people could have choose sides on that, and that have been the Eagles' season. And you go to Buffalo, and you run the ball, mm-hmm. and it's. I know we love to see the quarterbacks. Me too. My favorite player is Drew Brees. But running the ball is a winning formula. Mm -hmm. It's proven in this league time and time again. You can run the ball, you can win games, Mm -hmm. no matter who you're playing. Yeah, Uh, I agree. Um, To continue, the Seahawks uh, going to Atlanta and beat the Falcons 27-20, but the Falcons did not give up. They fought hard, and they still got an L. Game was Um, 24-0 at First quarter, second half, first half, something like that. It was over then. It, it, but they came back though. With Matt Schaub, <laughs> with Matt Schaub. I mean, look at the score, twenty-seven twenty. It was over at twenty-four. <laughs> it was like somebody had the sticks off to a, a better player, and it was like I'm coming back to try to get this win, and they couldn't get it. But um, again, I, I I hate to say I told you so. I'm not an I told you so type of nigga. Yeah, you is. But it's just not those very words. I did say. You put Shab in there, 
and he gonna have similar numbers to to Matt Ryan. I did say that. The nigga did throw for four sixty. That's like a Matt Ryan type of day. Four sixty, a touchdown on the pick. Yo, that's straight Matt Ryan. So he had, he was thirty nine. See, that's the problem right there. The motherfucker had fifty two attempts. That's Matt Ryan. Thirty nine out of fifty two, <laughs> four sixty, a touchdown, an interception. He was sacked twice. And his QBR rating was 99.8, which is not bad. That is Matt freaking Ryan. Like I said, but, you throw that bitch up 30 times, Atlanta's going to – or throw that up 50 times, Atlanta's going to come down with 30 up. And, then, and as you go back to, you know, running the football helps you go and win championships or go, help you get a foundation to get in the playoffs, you have Freeman with 13 attempts with 39 yards, averaging three yards a carry. And you got Hill behind that with three attempts for 29 yards. I mean, but to look at targets, you know, Julio Jones, throw that bitch up, 12 targets for 10 receptions, 152 yards. He come, I will, humble, humble beast ain't here, but he like, no touchdowns. And then you got Calvin Ridley with seven targets, four receptions, 70 yards. But, I mean, he spread that motherfucker around, but didn't matter still at all. <laughs> um, to continue, Jaguars handled business against the Jets as they trolled them all through the stadium. Playing Ghostbusters and the mascots is dressed up as ghosts. Um, Shout out to the Jets for being a horrible, horrible franchise. Because hmm. whoever thought it was a good idea to put your second year quarterback in his second game back from Mono, Mono. mic'd up against the number one defense in the NFL. Like, y'all just made horrible decisions all year, starting with firing a nigga that just did your draft. I, no one government want to fire him. Y'all still let him do the draft. I think that's it has <laughs> to do with like a lot of the media and organizations trying to push the narrative of having the next best quarterback. So they want Baker Mayfield and uh, Sam Donald and Josh Allen to do so well that there's so much hype behind them that they you know they're going to do everything to shine a light towards them. Trust me, I love Lamar Jackson. If we mic up Lamar Jackson. For Sunday night football. But first, it's going to need subtitles. Some lot of niggas ain't going to know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> but if you mack them up for Sunday night football, that's retarded on your organization. You do Mark Ingram. You can mic up Judon. You can mic up Earl Thomas. No, nah, don't. Do don't, not don't. mic up your second-year nah. quarterback going against the number one defense. He might say something stupid. Like, the defense they was in was nowhere near the defense that he thought they was in. Or some shit like that. You just, it was a bad play by NFL, ESPN, and the organization as a whole. Just say no. <laughs> um, the Rams handled business versus the Bengals, even though it wasn't that easy as the score may let it on to be. But 24-10 with a win overseas, and you still be in contention to playoffs, and, and right there in the thick of things with the Seahawks, and for a wild card, um, um competition because Seahawks, I mean, 49ers are still undefeated. Um, How many of the Rams has? Rams lost three? Yeah. Uh, I can find out three. We're, we're um, they are five and three. Five and three. They right lost now. three. Seahawks lost two. And mm-hmm. uh, 49ers undefeated. Um, the Broncos lose another heartbreaker because of the defense and poor coaching to the Colts. 13 to 15, even though he had the game one. But you can say Ron Miller had a crucial almost safety slash or just a good sack to help, you know, prolong and win the game. But uh, Jacoby Brissett said, no, no, thank you. Let me get this first down. Keep on change moving. Poor Joe. <laughs> Poor the Broncos organization because they haven't been relevant since 2014. Yeah. So. Poor Joe. A lot of people, a lot of people, I'm going to go back to that because I want to, you got a rant about that, but I'm going to have a rant about Joe and stuff like that. Um, one of the worst games that was on TV had stats, um, Buccaneers versus the Titans, 27-23. to 23. The 49ers blew out the Panthers, 51-13. to 13. The Texans Geeked out a win with 27 over 24 versus the Raiders. The Browns lose another one to the Patriots. John Gruden echoed what uh, Dabo said about the son, Michael Jordan, Watson. But there's still a problem. 
Michael Jordan. I get that. <laughs> it's but it's, Michael Jordan. It's still a problem with that team. Joe got kicked in the eye and, and threw a, a touchdown that's pass, a, bro. If the guy was way stronger and put his body to it, that's a sack. Yeah, he got kicked in the too. eye and threw a game-winning he touchdown. Got, he got kicked in the I'm eye. I'm sorry, with one this nigga's Jordan, yo. Motherfucker flicked it with two fingernails, and the motherfucker should have been a pick or a swatted ball, but somehow the nigga caught it. And <laughs> but the Patriots showed that they still got one of the best defense in the NFL, no matter who the fuck they play. They still adapt, find a way to get turnovers, make plays, don't give up on uh, plays to um, shine a light on that. And um, they going to Baltimore next Sunday night and see if they can still have the best defense and. They can slow down Lamar Jackson. Um, the Packers have a thriller with the, with the Pat Mahomes Chiefs and still find a way to win 31-24. That defense is good. It's not great yet. Who? The Packers. The Packers has a, a – no way you get in a shootout with Matt Moore. Hey, you know what? You know what it was, though? Andy Reid said that you're not getting the Matt Moore – because he knows that both the Darius and Preston Smith was going to get there with ease. So you seen the place he started to call. He was like, when it was 14 nothing, he was like, no, nah, I got to switch the shit up. So I'm going to make sure I get this ball in my hands quick. You, you rarely seen a lot of plays where he held on to the ball for more than like three to four seconds. And when it was, he threw up a prayer to Kelsey for uh, a touchdown. Like he was like leaning behind his back and Stuff like that. It was a zero blitz. So, I mean, shout out to Matt Moore. He did what he could do, but he still wasn't good enough. Oh, shout out to Matt Moore. Ain't no disrespect to Matt Moore. I mean, he's mm-hmm. an NFL quarterback, but yet and still, the guy that everybody keep telling me is in conversations for the GOAT should not be getting a shootout with this defense mm-hmm. with Matt Moore. I'll give you that. Um,. Was there a particular game that you wanted to talk about? Um, I think we pretty much covered. I want to see, ones, but that Chicago game. Oh my god! I watched Mitch Trubisky three plays in a row lose that game. Now, granted, he ran and got them in close field goal range and forty yards. I mean, not, not everybody's Justin Tucker. We take that for granted, right? But that's a makeable field goal, and. Matt Nagy, this, this is why you should get rid of Trubisky. You have 40 seconds. Any other quarterback with that 40 seconds to get a sideline out in like five seconds or so, mm-hmm. 10 seconds or whatever, they trust them to throw that 10 yards to get their kicker even closer. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy couldn't take that risk with Trubisky. You got to call New Orleans to see what's up with Bridgewater. You got to call somebody to see what's up with a back or with another quarterback. His defense is too good to piss away your season right now. Um, Trubisky was 23 out of 35 for 253 yards, one INT, and got sacked four times. Hmm. And But Montgomery had 27 attempts over 135 yards, so they didn't give up on the run, and that showed you they really don't believe in Trubisky as of right there. And, Just um, what dummy had... David Montgomery on the bench. Well, we never, I wasn't <laughs> going to talk about that, but I appreciate the W's to help me get to the playoffs further this year. So, um, the game I want to highlight. Um, first, I want to talk about the Texans versus the Raiders. Not basically the Raiders, but mostly the Texans. Again, there was another game where Deshaun Watson was sacked three times in that game, and I believe if they don't find a way to minimize that to at least one a game or none a game, it's, it's going to be to the point where, shit, is he going to be like Andrew Luck sooner or later? Is he going to be uh, like Cam Newton? I mean, this guy already had UFC injuries. Like, mm-hmm. who the fuck has a collapsed lung as a quarterback? They still out there playing, yo. ACL injuries, getting hit in the eye. Coming back from ACL, showing that he can still doing it. This nigga can't travel with. He couldn't travel with the team. He had to take a bus to a game <laughs> to play quarterback. And it, it is starting <laughs> to show. Like you had a shootout with the Raiders, and in times where you need to protect your quarterback to keep him clean, 
this is still this is pretty much the first half of the season. And I can only say you probably feel like you got a whole season of ass whoopings on your body right now. So I, I need them to clean that up uh, for for their sake, especially losing J.J. Watt, and for black people's sake, because you know I want to see a black quarterback do good things in this league. Um, let's go talk about the Patriots since they um, we playing them this weekend. What did you see? Weaknesses and strengths of of their last performance that you see that um, will give us problems and or problems that we can exploit versus them. Okay, so weakness for them. This defense is really good. I'm not taking anything away from this defense. But Chubb had 130-something yards running the ball against them. 131, 6.6 yards of carry. The longest one was 44 yards. He did fumble on that 44-yard one. Yep. But they had issues with that cover zero stopping a powerful back. Yeah. We got Mark Ingram, <laughs> who's faster than Chubb, I think. No, he's not faster than Chubb. Just as powerful as Chubb. He's, he's just as powerful as Chubb, but Chubb got a little, little bit more wiggle room in his base to help him get sideline to sideline. Okay. Now, uh, Ingram, he, I mean, he used to have that, but now he's lowering his shoulders and seeing if he can walk past you just to get enough yards as he can. I, I, I thought that shocked me mm-hmm. um, for this defense. Um, again, the cover zero, they like to run against quarterbacks that can't move. Mm-hmm. You run that cover zero and send, a, send a, a zero blitz to Lamar if you want to. And that, like, he can't get out of that. I don't make one of your guys run into each other. He's gone. And you're going you're to learn the theme song. You won't learn the Ravens fight song if you keep doing that cover zero blitz. I don't I'm and strength. Um their defense is really fast. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't even get to that offense yet. Okay. Weakness with that offense, and it'll probably I don't know if this week will be the week, but Sanu and Tom Brady was just off with certain passes. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is the week that they get it together. They have another week of practice under their belt, right. but that was off for me. Um, Strums, Tom Brady, for the most part, I think was upright. He got sacked three times, and he got pressured a, a few. But a lot of those were like time and plays where he, you know, he wants to get the ball in his hands, but the second guy took it away. Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, I throw it away. I would screen, I throw it away. Mm-hmm. Or an out route, I ain't going to be able to step into it, throw it away. Okay. So the defense did sometimes did what they supposed to do. In certain occasions, they played tough, they played physical, but then they got beat on a big drive, so they try to play off, and then they get beat short. So it was like a give and take type of thing. So a weakness for me on that would be we don't have a Miles Garrett. You got to get the Brady. You got to pressure him. That's the only way he's going to have 130 yards and a touchdown. If he got time to throw. And Sanu is not fast. Edelman is not fast, but they're quick. They can get to their cut. And you got to tackle. You got to wrap up. I think in this game, since we don't have uh, a premier pass rusher, it's going to come down to the second guy. Can you take away the first and two reads just enough so we can push the pocket where he can dance a little bit? That he can move around a little bit. And you need to have pressure from both sides of the ball. Because it was times where Miles Garrett would get there and he would even step aside, move around, and, and, and still hit his match somewhere down the field or for a five to six yard run. Um, the run game wasn't as dominant versus the Browns because they have a, a, a particular strong front four, not front seven, as some people would say, but front four, just to do enough to minimize Tony Michelle. But he still had a good game with 21 attempts and 74 yards. I mean, you can't hate that. Um, I would go to the weaknesses on the defenses. They they are exposed when it comes to the run game. Power running, and they always have been. But having a former first-round pick from the Browns, Shelton, helping being their anchor, 
does help out a lot. And um, just to see the coaching experience on the sideline for um, for the Patriots, where you have uh, Mayo over there as a linebacker coach, who he knows damn near everything about Belichick's defense, and you still have Hightower there who played with him. That just, I mean, the coaching level and the the experience on that sideline and on the field for the defense is what makes them so great. The game plan is top notch. Thank you. So it's not. I feel like it's not going to come down to athleticism or speed. It's going to come down to straight coaching. What are you going to do, and what are you going to call in certain scenarios? So if you do have those, are you going to run a screen? Are you going to call something real quick to slant? Do you are you do you have all the moves within your playbook that's going to be something different? We just seen Belichick and the rest of them come out with a hell of a playbook against us plenty of times. It's time for us to go. I've been saying that for the past two years, and even before that, when I felt like the playbook was bullshit when Cam Cameron was here and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't believe people do this, but a lot of people say this, and I hate it. If they if they people do do this or coaches do do this, I think they're stupid. They say they're saving plays for the Patriots. Or saving, or saving plays, plays for the playoffs. playoffs. Like, nigga, you got to get there first, right? Exactly. <laughs> So why would you say plays and you have no idea who you're gonna play? Thank you. But if they are saving plays, if they are, this this is the time to unleash them. Ain't no saving plays. What you saving (laughs) plays for? What you saving plays for? You should have a deep playbook to the point where you be like, all right, we gonna start this type of uh, packages, all that shit, and then and and go off of it. Play play fake. I know you want to be dominant and you think you because you're the number one rushing team, you can run it down and throw, but sometimes you ain't going to have the great day. Sometimes you need the double tight ends to catch passes. Oh, my God. You got two tight ends that's pretty much damn unguardable, but you're not going to use them in that regard. Oh, so Boyle will come in up. We know what this is. Oh, it might be a pass, but what's the ratio of that? 20%? And with that 20%, I'd be like, oh, I can finally do a play action, a play action pass and be like, oh, I could be deadly with this. But if I have Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews on the and I you can spread them out and run out of that or pass out of that, that's what I want you to do. That's when I know you start thinking. Yes. You, you put them two on a slide and you get it. Your, your wives, why, your speed burners. Why limit yourself that? I don't know. I mean, we, we've been saying the same thing since five was here. So. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't comment on the Seahawks game the way I wanted to because I would people would have been like oh, I'm a hater. No, I see the same shit that we did last year versus the Chargers. Go over there and a road win, a crucial game that we need to win, a statement win. How they always say for Lamar Jackson when he win, and they don't expect him to win. And then if we had to play them again, we lose because I don't believe in our coaching staff. And that means from John Harbaugh to the the play call. Think about it. We had a game where it was like it was tough, and with a turnover, help us seal the game for the Chargers. They was never out of it, and then they they said they changed their whole playbook. It was like, no, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna dare you to try to do something else, and we couldn't adjust. We need to adjust. With this defense, we need to constantly adjust our game plan to counter what they do. You can't sit there and give them the same look from first quarter to fourth quarter because that's going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Can't figure it out quick. And they're always in a good spot. Patriots defense, technical sound, are always in a good spot. So they always put themselves in a position where the ball's in the air, they're going to bat it down, and they're going to be, they're going to turn around and try to find it and turn around. They got, you know, they probably lead the league in turnovers. I mean, they got touchdowns out the law defense. Everybody can say what they want, but Tom Brady is more dangerous than ever because the defense is still giving him opportunities in great field position with those opportunities. So say if your team, so Patriots team are having a, uh, a sluggish game versus the, the Chiefs in the playoffs. So they up 10 nothing, But the game is slow because the defense is doing what they need to do to get off the ball. Then when Brady finally starts to get hot, then what? Then people are like, oh, man, they, they suck, man. They cheated. They did this. No. 
They game plan, they did what they needed to do to win the game. Oh, well. So. So, should I get to my basketball? No, since we're on football, let me have a little rant real quick. <laughs> to all you Joe Flacco haters and, like, trollers, got to be, like, the lamest shit I've ever heard in my life. I think personally that y'all started watching football at exactly uh, 2008, whenever he was became in the league and shit, and completely don't understand the game of football. I think you're novice, and I think you are not a true Raven fan because there's no way you bash a man for these many years as he helped this team win the Super Bowl, and you not talk shit about Cowboys. As you not talk about the person who robbed us the most in Elvis Burbank. This motherfucker came in there and got more money than, than anybody in probably Breaking Bad and, and walked away from the game and was like, yeah, I'm good. And y'all don't say shit about that. I believe y'all haven't watched the whole... If you were a Raven fan, I believe you, you have never watched the Ravens since 96. Of all the bad quarterbacks that we have ever had, the bad teams, and you sit there and you talk about Joe as one of the worst that you ever seen. That means I damn sure know you ain't never watched Cowboy. We had what was that stress when he got hurt when we had Shub? Uh, what was the uh the tall motherfucker? We had Shub and another. It was another Matt, right? Uh, oh, Brian. No, um, just. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to find it. And then we had the um the Notre Dame quarterback that was here for that uh, stretch. The white boy. Uh, what year was that? It was 2016 when he got hurt? Go look at that uh, uh, QB uh, death chart. And I guarantee you, you look at that uh, at that uh, QB uh, death shot. You like Ryan Mallard. Ryan Mallard. Ryan fucking Mallard was our quarterback, <laughs> and people were like, "Nah, yo, nah, yo, Joe this, Joe that." Nigga, did you forget the Bowler days when we had a top five, top seven defense, and we couldn't complete a pass to the fuck? It was so bad we probably couldn't complete a pass to uh, get an interception. He couldn't even he couldn't even pay people to, to catch the fucking ball. That's how bad Kyle Bowler was. Yeah, fucking Ryan Matter. What was the uh No, I'm just And it's not I, I hate or a knock to Lamar Jackson. But I can confidently say right now, at this point, Lamar Jackson has had more weapons than Joe Flacco's ever had. Oh yes. <laughs> yes, like the yeah, way they totally. revamped the off the whole offense in a year and a half for Lamar, they've never done that over the ten to the twelve year period we've had Joe. Totally yes. <laughs> now out now to get off of that real quick, because I would still believe every like if if you never see me comment on other shit that you be going on with Joe or people with uh, anybody else, is because I just think you a novice ass Ravens fan. I just want to look at that and just keep scrolling. But uh, I can hear Tay One voice right now saying, "Why the fuck did we just suspend Willie Sneed for another year for six fully uh, guaranteed extension when your ass ain't using him?" I like. He not even like really blocking the best. He be yeah, the, he be a main one getting all the holding calls at times. I understand. That, Think about it. Be he be he be either him or Boyle or Bozeman. I don't understand why you do that. And you still got Bozeman. Well, they try to say that uh, they try to expand the playbook, which I truly doubt. And they say it's not even getting 50% of the plays. He's not getting 50% of the plays, though. He's not getting 50% of the playing time or the offensive snaps. They trying to put it on the play um, the playbook. What playbook? Nigga, you running the ball. He's a big physical wide receiver. Right. What play fake, wrong? throw the shit up, nigga. See what, <laughs> what? happens. This basic ass playbook, niggas got that shit already. I got it already, and I ain't never been in your camp. Remember the Titans. <laughs> this receiving call. Kamar Aiken 
Michael Campanero, Vince Melee, Chris Moore, Bashad Perryman, Keenan Reynolds, Steve Smith, Mike Wallace. In 2016. And Joe Terrible. Oh, let's not forget the running backs. Oh, your, your backfield was, was the shit. That's who the Remember? fuck it was. That's, that's who the fuck it was. Buck Allen, Kenneth Dixon, Kyle Juszczyk, and Terrence fucking West. But Joe's the problem. Look at this. Look at 2015 quarterback roster. The final quarterback roster, 2015. This is the person I was talking about, the Notre Dame quarterback. I think he was Notre Dame. Jimmy Clausen yeah. was a starter. Yeah, Ron Mallett and Matt Shaw. Niggas, niggas always probably find a way in 2015 to blame Joe for some fucking shit. Oh, it started off with Joe being terrible. That's, that's quite sure that's how that went. Right. He was behind the eight ball when they came in. If you see the weapons that Joe had, you're just going to start there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's where you want to start. <laughs> yeah, you want to start there. Like I, like I told Tavon the other day, I was like, damn, nigga, you sound like a Raven fan for the past five years. I said, but your defense, they cost you five, four games. He was like, I did say that. I said, that's not what this post said. You started with this. You nigga. started with Joe. <laughs> you got to start with you the main problem. It's like, Von Miller probably got, what, a half of a sack this year? You got two and a half. Exactly. In seven games. Chubb was out. Uh, Harris was like one of the most feared cornerbacks. This nigga getting toasted with jam. With uh, blueberry muffins on top of that bitch, and then you don't even know who the else is in there for secondary. I mean, and and you got a defensive kid coach, and this nigga can't even be aggressive. I would rather see fucking Rex Ryan with this fucking. No, he got Greg Madison as a defensive coordinator right now, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking aggressive. uh, He got Greg Madison. Yo, I'm. And then. The worst offensive line in football. Like, I don't think I've seen the offensive line that bad. I had to stop watching the Chiefs game. I was like, yo, they're going to kill Joe out here. I had to stop watching it. Before he would even get the snap and, and, um, from, from the shotgun, he right. would get hit. Like, the motherfucker, <laughs> like, then Tavon said, yo, he, was, he, he, was, he looked stupid on the last play. This nigga need to throw it all the way to the end zone. What the fuck do you want him to do? Right. He's trying to wait until niggas get down the field. <laughs> You just gonna throw that bitch up? Oh, all right, pick. Then Joe suck. <laughs> Did you understand what happened? Did you understand this? Like, like you had a uh, a nigga that was sixty five years old kick the game winning field goal just now that shouldn't got down there. Shouldn't got down there. You had a safety. Y'all won with the safety. Right. <laughs> like the fuck. You gotta realize like they put all that baskets and like three tight ends that shit still ain't pan out. The dude from Michigan still ain't played like a whole game yet in his whole career. And fucking no offense, look like he should never been playing uh, NFL at all. His awareness is terrible. I don't know, yo. It's it's so horrible. He could have had probably at least seven touchdowns by now. His awareness is terrible. Like you gotta know where you where you are on the field. Right. And they got one of the worst offensive lines. I th- I think probably no, the worst seen. offensive line in the NFL. I thought Bowles was going to do something. Remember when we went to the draft, he had a little light-skinned chick, he had a baby. I was like, oh, that nigga like, he he came like, on, was he like him on track that came on there with his baby? No, nah, that was him. That was Bowles. Yeah. I was like, oh, he like he like a little, little light-skinned, huh? He don't like a white. I thought he was doing something. We were trying to find out his legs was weak because he was trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but I, I, I give you the A. I'll let you do your rant in uh, NBA style. All right. So... Everybody know it's kind of common knowledge now that Golden State Warriors, quote unquote, stink this year. But Charles Barkley, and he, he's not—he's not lying mm-hmm. to say that the Warriors dynasty is over already. That's an accurate statement for now. Mm. They still have the best GM. They still have a good coach, mm-hmm. a Hall of Fame coach. They still have a Hall of Fame point guard that is the most unselfish superstar in 20, 30 years that you can still build around. And Clay's coming back. 
you still had Draymond, who was a secret role player that they maximized to the fullest. And let's not forget that at 73 and 9, this team went out and got the best basketball player in in the league, most say. At 73 and 9. After. After 73 After 73 and 9, yeah. Directly after that season. Mm-hmm. They got that. So what's to say that they won't get another superstar to restart this dynasty? Mm-hmm. Again, you got a coach that knows what he's doing. You have a GM that knows what he's doing. And you have a superstar that don't mind taking the back seat to another superstar. Mm-hmm. It ain't like you're trying to build with a Kyrie or Russell Westbrook type of player. Right. Or a James Harden type of player. I, I kind of find it funny how everybody's jumping on the – talk shit about Golden State bandwagon because of the fact that they not that good, so you want to hear where the Golden State Warrior fans at. But if at mo- I, 90% of all these players, of, of people who saying it, who coming up with all these memes are LeBron fans. So I want to know, which team are you really set for? I mean, are you a Laker fan? Are you a Cleveland fan? Are you a Miami Heat fan? Because you've been dick-sucking for since, I don't know what, what, 2005? So, no, 2003. So, all that talk should be just, I just find it stupid. I mean, I understand it's funny, but I just still find it stupid because you ain't have a team since probably you've been born. I'm about to say Jordan, but that wasn't really a team. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really a team. I, that was Jordan. Right. Most niggas <laughs> was there for Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I was a difficult one that was cheering for Orlando at the time. I right. Orlando could be. Nah, I was like, I was a Jordan fan. My father was a Jordan fan. I was a Jordan fan. Then when that nigga fell off, I was an Iverson fan. I was an Iverson fan through through. Then after that, when he was done, I was just like, all right, let me just cheer for niggas who ain't been winning. So when Lakers was winning, I said, damn. Fucking uh, Kevin Garnett ain't going to never win a ring. I hope he did. <laughs> I hate that it was at Boston, uh, but I wanted all three of them to get a ring. I hated it. I had to come against the Lakers to put it that I way. I really wasn't a Paul Pierce fan. It wasn't nothing that I hated about him. I just... My father's truth. Like, like Shaq said. Yeah, <laughs> My father's truth. His game didn't excite me. Like, it was like, his game was never exciting. His game was slow motion. He, you know he what was really a show at San Antonio's first play. You know, what it, you know what it is? I'm going I'm to compare uh, Paul Pierce's game to Lawler. Yeah. Exactly that bitch can be like dull as a bitch, but you can't stop watching it. Consistent. Right. Very consistent. Very consistent. You know exactly what the fuck you want to get. Yeah. But you can't stop it. Like, I fuck, like, because, you know, clutch. I'm not a big basketball fan because we don't, one, we don't have it here. And two, I just, it's certain shit about the game I just don't like. But I, I like There's a that. bunch of stuff about basketball that I don't like. But mm-hmm. I think really what keeps me in basketball is in the South. It's something that, as a kid, me and my father would watch. Right. Even if I was a Hunters, and uh, you can come out the room, go watch the game with your father, but you gotta go right back to your room. Right, <laughs> yeah, it was that type of deal for me with my father. You know, just living with it. Cause I like Tuesday, I'm, Wednesday, Thursday for, on TNT and TBS. Cause I'm different, so like, shit. I watched baseball growing up too. I watched all the sports, probably not not like uh, hockey as much, but I did watch baseball. So I, last night, the fucking uh, World Series was was lit to me. Pitching the 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 tent situations with Washington um, like they was more comeback. I was had better time watching that than I did watching the Monday night football game. I mean Sunday night football game. My bad. I can listen to baseball. You can listen to it. I can listen to baseball if it's not the Yankees. But see, I can watch it though. I, I can watch, watch it in person and I can watch it on TV. I can watch it in person because there's a lot of stuff going on at the mm-hmm. ballpark. But on TV, it's slower. It is slower. But then, like, you get to see the movement of the pitcher. You see how, after a while, niggas be like, I'm going to tie that shit. And, like, without a blink of a finger, they can be down by two and be up by five. It's like the rare moments in, like, and and baseball is more sacred and more tough to reach. You know what I'm saying? But, like, basketball is not. My thing with baseball is you're never out of the series until it's over. Right. I'm talking about, like, history stat-wise. Okay. 
it's difficult to like pretty much climb a mountain in some of these ba- baseball history moments and stat wise. Like it's like basketball. Like we probably will see another person. Maybe as we get in like all grade, might have another Russell Westbrook moment. I feel like that is going to happen more often because people are getting more triple doubles. Right. It's a lot easier to get an assist mm-hmm. than it was in the 80s. Right. Like in the, in this era, you could throw the ball backwards and get an assist, mm-hmm. whereas in the 80s, you had to throw the ball forward and it had to be an immediate shot. Right. And it might be tough to like get to uh, LeBron's numbers because he came out of high school already starting. You know what I, mean? but I feel like that's going to come back to the league. I would hate for it to come back to the league because I felt, I'll always say this, I, not the players that was great in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. The actual era of basketball in the 2000s was trash to me because you had so many teams trying to be built off of high school players that shouldn't have been coming from high school. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Eddie Carey, Tyson Chandler had a long career, but he's pretty much limited. He's not a guy that you would build a a franchise around. Amari Sotomayor was good, but he's not a guy you would build a career around. Mm -hmm. I ain't talking about the Kobe's, the LeBron. I mean, yeah, Kobe, LeBron, KG. I'm talking about Jonathan Bender and Sebastian Telfair. Like, these niggas should have been in school. And Darius Miles. Well, These well, niggas should have been in school. Well, Telfair wasn't standing in school for shit. That motherfucker was a hood nigga. He wanted his money. He thought he was the best. He was confident. He was like the Mayweather of basketball, but not really that nice and shit when he got to the NBA. So I just felt like that diluted the game because you had all these players that was coming in from high school and they were still, they were still kids. Mm-hmm. And that just diluted the game. And I was glad when it was like, all right, you got to go one year. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and mature up a little bit. Right. Now, again, that messes up college basketball for me because when I was a Carolina fan, I knew I was getting stacked and Vince Carter and Jamison for three years. Mm-hmm. And there's no more <laughs> room for veterans in the league no more because damn near, like, you could be five to seven years in the league yourself and you're still a fucking baby because you really just don't know. You're still stuck in your ways and you ain't been taught what you need to be taught. And you trying to teach the young guys that's younger than you in the game that it's not working. And that's that could fuck up an organization too. What that means to uh, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes, you need that old head on the team like to pretty much show the way to give you the foundation. It's like go back to the NFL. Like Stacks is one of those guys that just always prefer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting for Humble Beast to say something because he's been typing for a while, so he got a lot on his mind. He was itching to get to this to the uh, show today, felt uh, everybody, but he couldn't make it. But um, he itching to say something because it's basketball time. So, you know, he got a lot on his mind. I know he about to send a paragraph because he's just still <laughs> typing. But we gonna, while he's still typing, we're going to hurry up and get these picks in out the way um, for, for week nine. Um, we got Thursday night game. That it probably would be interesting, but it won't be too much of a snore fest. The 49ers at Arizona Cardinals. I actually like. They're not going to make any noise right now. Mm-hmm. But if they build a line and protect Kyler, I think they can go forward. And it sucks that they probably going to have a, a legitimate shot on Larry's field. Yeah, that shit sucks. Um, you, going, <laughs> you got a divisional game, Texans versus the Jaguars. Who you like? Texans, Jaguars, Texans. Okay. Ooh, you got the Bears and the Eagles both need to keep winning to stay up float. They at Philadelphia. I'm going to go. I don't, I don't know trust, why you're struggling with this. I don't trust Trubisky, but I don't trust the Eagles at all. <laughs> I trust I trust the Eagles at home. I don't trust Trubisky anywhere. You're going to have you're gonna <laughs> have 91 in the middle of the fucking field, and he's going to be ready to smash. And you are, they're going to probably minimize that running, running attack. And without that, you really ain't going to get shit out of Trubisky. So, I'm going to go Philly by 17. Or upset <laughs> um, uh, Colts versus the Steelers at Pittsburgh. Yeah, sweep. I'm not. Am I the sk- only one that thinks Jacoby Brissett is a legitimate franchise quarterback? You're not the only one. Okay. 
because I just seen yesterday and the heart to throw the ball and drive with game on the line. Like, that's mm-hmm. franchise quarterback shit to me. I, I think his value showed in what the Patriots got for him and what the Colts were willing to give up. Because they felt they still felt at the time, even though Luck was uh, hurt, they still felt like he could help keep the team from winning. I, mean, I was completely off with they got McGushy, right? No, they got uh, Nelson. 49's got McGushy. They got Nelson. I was completely off with Greg Nelson. With both of them. Completely mm-hmm. off. <laughs> you, you see, that's 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 that white privilege shit that you can tell you wasn't really fucking with, and y'all stayed at one game. Me, me, and Humble Beast told y'all to go to the other footages, and even the Miami game wasn't that bad. That was, that was bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that, <laughs> that bad. Was bad. It wasn't that bad. And you had a couple plays that anybody could have beat. Could have got beat like that. I but ain't never seen a nigga do a split like that. Look, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. You see what Quinn Nelson pass was doing. Bro. And you see what McGlinchey been doing I in the 49ers. Was, I thought that was Y'all wrong. was dead wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Taewon, they I ain't even watched Lyman the following year. I was so wrong on that. I was like, yo, fuck. Matter of fact, y'all struck out. Y'all was at the plate and struck out <laughs> over three white guys. Y'all ain't fuck with Chris McCaffrey. Nope. Y'all ain't fuck with them two white linemen. It's probably some other motherfuckers. The only, probably, the only white person that y'all like that I can remember right now is Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yeah, Cooper Scott. That's probably it. <laughs> I can skip this next one, Jets versus the Dolphins. Yeah, please skip that. I probably can skip the next one, the Bills versus the Redskins. Yeah, Redskins um, should definitely change. Shit, this is a must-win game too, but uh, I want to skip this one too. Panthers versus the Titans. Who you got? Panthers. Still okay, fighting. at home. Panthers at home. Panthers still fighting. Okay. Uh, ooh, uh, depending on if Pat Mahomes can come back at the Chiefs, Vikings versus the Chiefs. What time is that? Two o'clock. Two o'clock. So it's one o'clock. Local time. Black nigga one. I had to make sure it wasn't the four o'clock one though. Yeah. Is it a four o'clock one? No. 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 Alright, yeah. Okay. Um uh Humble Beef said the Vikings. Um Buccaneers versus the Seahawks. Seahawks at home. Seahawks. Yeah, James Wilson's probably due for like five turnovers. Another game that's pretty much need for some team to win, the Raiders versus the Lions. Raiders at home. I'm gonna be difficult. I'm gonna go to Lions. Mm-hmm. I think they're done. That season is borderline over, and the Raiders need to gain ground with the Chargers, Sutton, and Denver getting mm-hmm. rid of their their quarterback, basically, and Chiefs out. Or a quarterback out, they need the game ground. But I meant Lions. I meant Lions. Uh, I'm gonna be said uh, Raiders, Raiders um, and the Seahawks. I'm gonna go with the Lions. Um, the Browns versus the Broncos. What you think? Browns versus the Broncos. Give me Browns. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Packers versus the Chargers. Chargers coming off a win when they right had before they sabotaged the locker room by getting rid of um Quandary Diggs, and I've heard they're trying to move Slade as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Packers versus the Chargers. Packers versus. Okay, yeah, I'm for that. But the Chargers did come off a win, just having uh, five sacks in that game, and Packers did give up five sacks as well. So it might be interesting if the uh, Chargers can develop some type of offense and keep up with the Packers. But I'm going to go with the Packers as a win. Uh, Monday night football, Cowboys versus the Giants, and it's in New York. Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys win that easy. Okay. I agree. And for the to last Sunday night football game, the Ravens host the Patriots. It's a big game. It's awful by. 
Ravens need this. Patriots pull it out by three. Herb said Cowboys. And for me to pick, I'm picking the Patriots 27-21. No. 27 20. 27 20. We settle a couple times when we have. We get two touchdowns, but we end up um, settling for two field goals to give us 20 because at the end of the day, we don't open the playbook and we have nothing to answer for. So, and I hope they prove me wrong by open that fucking playbook up. I don't care what nobody say. I just see the remember the Titans. Strong side. We got our corners ready to go. I don't see how this is not a mismatch in our favor. Mm-hmm. MP on Edelman. Jimmy Smith get his, his strength back, replace the knee. Marlon on Dorsett. Like, I just don't see how this is not a mismatch in our favor. Especially with Brady being accurate, but we got – People that like to jump route. The problem is that I, it depends on if Fort and Peanut come back. Can they set the edge to minimize Sony Michelle? Minimize Sony Michelle that makes the game easier for you when you can uh, jump on players. My, uh, Marcus Peters should be crucial in the game for us, but at the end of the day, it's going to come down to Sony Michelle, Burkhead, and, and the rest of them on the tandem. And can you stop the rollouts when it's, when it's two and six and, you know, it's a dump off to the running back for oh, easy first the down? The running back right now, okay. Yeah. They're talking about Tom Brady rolling out. Man. Like, what? <laughs> only rollout he's doing is for a touchdown dash. I'm about to say, if, nigga roll, if we can't stop the Tom, Tom Brady rollout, we don't even be looking at playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see what, what Watson could do in a rollout. We can't stop Tom Brady. Right. Oh. Yo, I just don't – the Ravens fan Emmy wants to say that this is a game we, we can have. You can have. It's there for the taking with our matchups. Mm-hmm. But that, that offense has to open that playbook. And do I trust that receiving core? Or not the receiving core. The coaches, the coaches staff to open up the playbook with the receiving core. It's not even a receiving core. It's your matchups. You have a matchup. To me, it's a receiving core. But the receiving core can be... Miles Boykin in certain situations or um, Marquise Brown whenever the fuck he's on the field. But then you have Justin Hill in certain situations where, nigga, I'm not going to have him in there blocking. Right. I'm not going to have him in there doing off tackle and other shit. I'm going to spread him the fuck out, see where if he's mad or not, see if he's on. And I'm going to sport that expect today. If somebody's up and, and shut him down, or I'm going somewhere to my second read. Because that motherfucker is so fast. You, have, you built a team that was... So fast, but you're still minimizing your team. You made a speed team, a power team, and what you're trying to do. I get it. It's working. But open that fucking playbook up here and there and play action. But you have the, the personnel where you can go speed and you can go power. You have the personnel to do both. But you still want to just do power. Like, you got to open that up. Or you got to have we just signed, we just signed another. We just signed a receiver on our team for another year to block for us. So. I feel I feel good about that right now, you know, about our chances going in the game and winning. Yeah, so you got a lineup where you can have Sneed, Boykin, Marquise, Andrews, and Ingram in the backfield. You have a lineup where you can have all speed on the field, take take Ingram off. Have Andrews come out the backfield. That's a mismatch everywhere. It's a mismatch everywhere. You, are they going to use it? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I cannot trust this coach since they have to open that shit up. Because I just see so many different lineups and matchups and mismatches everywhere. We still have yet to use the mismatch of Hayden Hurst in two years. I refuse to know <laughs> that we have good, we have two talented, I say two and a half. And as I'm talking about, like, as an offensive weapon. Because Boyle is, is, a, is a weapon as in blocking and, and the overall tight end. But, like, as strictly going down the field and beating your man one-on-one, 
Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews can beat any linebacker or any safety that they play against. But I watch motherfuckers Jason Witten beat motherfuckers with a walking cane consistently for the past 10 years. He still find a way to get open. Now, is that mostly coaching or is that mostly him? I think it's a little bit of both. Yo, I'm, I refuse to believe that four people sat in this room and was wrong about Hayden Hurst. Huh? I refuse to believe that four people sat in this room and was wrong about Hayden Hurst. I was a fan of Hayden Hurst. I just like to got it better because I thought sure. that motherfucker was like But we crazy. all like Hayden. All four of us like Hayden. I didn't like... Uh, I mean, I like Mark Andrews more than I like Hayden. Yes. I didn't like uh, uh, Galichi, whatever nigga name, or mine. I didn't like him as yeah. everybody else did. Yeah, I didn't like him. I wasn't mad, but but again, I don't. I refuse to believe that four guys sat in this room was wrong about Hayden Hurst. We just got to use it. Can we trust this coaching staff to use the mismatches that y'all drafted? Shit, even y'all drafted these niggas with first round picks, and y'all not using them. Even if you ain't gonna use them, use that motherfucker to trade or something. Niggas got till tomorrow four o'clock. Shit. You know what would be real funny? Just so the Browns can't get them, we make a trade for a left tackle. Just, just so the Browns can't get Trent Richardson. I mean, Trent Williams. Washington want too much, and they made it very clear that they're not trading for that nigga. If they, if they said today, meet, if I, if I, if I um, the man's don't get a meet, then they don't want it. They don't want to trade him. They said today that they would trade him. No. Huh. Are they trading him for a first round pick? Uh, yeah, y'all can. They can go ahead and waste that if y'all want to go ahead and get Trent. I'm gonna watch the Redskins very carefully for the next two years and see how they sabotage um, Haskins' um, career. Oh, they're already doing it. True. They put them in there and the game is done. So niggas already not liking yo because the, the shit is done and he can't bring y'all back. Okay, Case Keenum fucked it up already. Like, <laughs> what you expect him to do? Right. So yeah, they already set it up for him to be not to not be like. I wasn't a big Haskins fan, but the kid can play. Hmm. All right. We'll see what's we'll see what's popping. I'm changing my pick. Ravens got this by seven. Ravens by seven. Uh, I got Beasley. faith in you, John. Oh, oh. Ooh, I did. We lose by twenty one. John, I got faith in you, yo. As soon as you said that, we lose by twenty one. I got faith in John Harbaugh. Listen, listen. Humble Beast got by four, so he probably say he gonna go on the, the side when it's 28-24. You say by seven. Twenty-eight. I say prove me wrong until you until I see otherwise. You are who I think you are. Thirty one twenty four. Okay. Just that matchup on defense. And John Harbaugh just can't it's not, it up. It's not about the matchup on defense. The we matchup can have on defense. A, we, can, we can if we, we can hold them to however many points and be in the game. What are you gonna dial up to continually get down the field and score? Those are the questions that need to be answered. For the, past five years, for the past five years, the questions will always be, what are you going to do to get the fuck off the field and win a game, defense-wise? Real football fans. Not the Joe Flacco haters. Now the question is, are you going to open the, fa- the fucking playbook up for Lamar Jackson and et cetera for, the, for them to actually make a push? And you win drafted the these horses to run. You can't. You can't have him playing in the phone booth. John and what's his name? Greg, I got faith for y'all. Come on. You got faith in him? Mm. I'm glad you do. <laughs> I'm glad you heard Hundle Beast. Uh, and I don't know if I take one because he didn't say nothing. So I'm going to include him in my crew and say we don't believe in they remember the Titans playbook until they change the shit. It's more, that's more of a hope than a, <laughs> than a guarantee. But they have to open this shit up, bro. You cannot have these horses playing in the fucking phone booth. Especially against a team that want to run the cover zero. You got way too many horses for that. I'm going to have a nice view. I'm, you know, I'm not even going to watch our offense. I'm going to watch their defense and see what type of defense they'll be in. I got to find tickets to go to the game, but... Good. That's our show for this evening. Follow us on 
Twitter and Instagram at the Sideline Talk. Join the Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk, for more debates. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable law. See dealer for details.